Hello, my name is Henneke Watkis-Porto and welcome to My Daily Devotion, a daily bite-sized podcast for those wanting to enrich their souls and forge a deeper relationship with God. It is pure, unpretentious and raw, which flows from the heart, fostering gratitude, peace and a sense of abundance. Welcome to episode 459 of My Daily Devotion. The scripture reading today is Matthew chapter 22. Jesus spoke to them again in parables saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their, and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, the bad as well as the good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked, How did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees went out and laid plans to trap him in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know that you're a man of integrity and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You aren't swayed by others because you pay no attention to who they are. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, said, You hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Show me the coin used for paying the tax. They brought him a denarius and he asked them, Whose image is this and whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, So give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. When they heard this, they were amazed. So they left him and went away. That same day, the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to him with a question. Teacher, they said, Moses told us that if a man dies without having children, his brother must marry the widow and raise up offspring for him. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first one married and died, and since he had no children, he left his wife to his brother. 
The same thing happened to the second and third brother, right on down to the seventh. Finally, the woman died. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be of the seven, since all of them were married to her? Jesus replied, You're in error because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God. At the resurrection, people neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. But about the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what God said to you? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the crowds heard this, they were, aston they were astonished at his teaching. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these hang on these two commandments. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? The son of David, they replied, he said to them. How is it then that David, speaking by his spirit, calls him Lord, for he says, The Lord has said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies on their feet. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one could say a word in reply, and from that day on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. This is the word of the Lord. I am going to just say a little thing on this wedding banquet. And I think, should I read this again? Yes, let me read this again. It's a few verses, but because we've read so much, um, may I have forgotten it. So Jesus spoke to them again in parables saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fattened calf have been, been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off one to his field and another to his business. The rest seized the servants, mistreated them and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come, so go to the street corners and invite the banquet uh, to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, the bad as well as the good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed the man there who was not wearing wedding clothes he asked how did you get in here 
without wearing clothes, friend. The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him outside the darkness. Where will they, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are invited, but few are chosen. I think in the King James Version, it says for many are called, but few are chosen. And we see in this story of the wedding banquet that those that were invited chose not to come. And so at the last minute, other guests had to be invited. But from those other guests that were invited, there is one who, again, because he was just, uh, he, he came unprepared. He didn't come with wedding clothes. So he came at an outcast. And we see the, the, the apt scripture and the words that Jesus said, many are invited, but few are chosen. So here's this man given an opportunity to attend something as a wedding banquet. And it is very symbolic, you know, of, of, of what is special in the kingdom. You've been invited, but at the same time, you did not come prepared. You did not make an effort. You did not show appreciation for the fact that you came to this special event, albeit at the last minute. And so you were invited. But because of your nonchalance, because of your attitude, because of your actions, you were not chosen. And what does it mean to be chosen? To be chosen is to be selected, but not only selected, to walk the walk, to talk the talk, to be in the part, to act the part. So then today, I encourage you that don't only strive to be invited to the table, but be chosen to be at the table. And being chosen means that your actions, your attitude will be of such that you will represent. You'll represent the banquet uh, symbolically. You'll re you will represent the kingdom in actuality. Father in heaven, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord God, for the scriptures that remind us that many are indeed called, but few are chosen. And so this morning, God, I ask of you, help us to be chosen. Help us, God, to be ready. To be chosen is to be ready. To be chosen is to show appreciation for the fact that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, that we may have life in abundance. We know that the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy, but you have come that we may have life in its fullest. And so, Lord, it's not only to be invited to the table to know that we have salvation, but we, God, our chosen people, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people that belong to God. And so here we are today asking you, Lord, to make us ready, to make us ready by going into the highways and the byways, even now, Lord God, that we do it online. So it is not, it is not literal. It is not literal at all. It is actually, um, you know, we don't have to literally go from one corner of the earth to the next. But what are we doing to make sure that the Great Commission, the Great Commission is applicable as we are uh, rooted and grounded in the name of the Lord? So God, I thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord God Almighty. I thank you that you are a God of peace. You're a God of joy. You're a God of love. And so you're making us ready even now. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to my daily devotion. I pray if this blesses your heart, then by all means, share it with those you love, those you consider near and dear to your heart. This has been my daily devotion. I'm Henika Watkins-Porter. Catch me at henikawatkinsporter.com for all other things that I'm involved with. See you soon.